You're tuning into New Life Vietnam. Today's message by Pastor Love is the Four Foundations Class Number Six. Praise the Lord! Thank you, worship team. Please give another round of applause to the Lord. Amen. Welcome to New Life Fellowship, Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Uh, if you're here for the first time, our usher will uh, give you some time to introduce yourself quickly after uh, the masses. Right now, because this is the first Sunday of the month, uh, we're going to have a communion uh, together. And um, if are those who are watching online and um, those who are here, if you are a visitor and you don't know what this is, uh, simply let it pass. Uh, the usher will pass you a small cup with juice and uh, a bread. And this is, although th though these are symbol uh, that, that uh, represented the body of Christ and the blood of Christ, uh, but they, they, they are meaningful in a way for those who believe that really uh, is an action, is a, is a tangible action in the midst of the body of Christ. It's not, it's not a, it's not a institu institutionalized a ritual. It is an act of faith uh, acting out uh, in a tangible way uh, to the community who, who declare Jesus is Lord and Savior. And uh, as the usher will pass the, uh, the bread and the cup, uh, please hold on to it and wait until that I invite everyone to participate together and the same with online. If children, if your parents, you have children with you, if they don't know what it is, uh, either you explain to them clearly, plainly, or let it pass. Uh, do not let them to play around with the items, right? Uh, it's not respectful. Uh, it is not a way that, that because it represents that our faith are in Christ. So I would like you to invite uh, yourself at this time, uh, a moment of reflection. Uh, because the Bible t uh, told us that as we take the bread and drink the cup, we continue, re-examine ourselves and continue to proclaim the message of death at Jesus Christ on the cross. Because that's salvation to everyone, including us. So just spend a couple moments and usher past the the items, and then I'm going to read for us later a portion of scripture.
in Hebrew chapter 11. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the people of old received their commendation. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. So that what is seen is not made out of things that are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, to which he was commended as righteous. God commending him by accepting his gifts. And through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see that. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists, that he rewards those who seek him. As we are about to take the bread and drink the cup, this is meaningless if we do not believe. This is useless if we do not put our trust and hope in Christ Jesus. And as we take the bread and drink the cup, we are drawn close, we are drawn near to God because we believe in him. And the Bible, his word said that he will reward those who seek him. If you are a seeker today, May him be found. If you are a wanderer, may you return to him. If you are stagnant in your journey of faith, may he revive you. If you are spiritual dead and that the good start, may your new life is in Christ. May I invite you to take the bread. Thank you, Jesus. We just took the bread and took the cup. Lord, we're so thankful that this cup is the cup of suffering that you took at the Garden of Gethsemane where you struggle with the will of God or your own human flesh. And Lord, you went to the cross that you paid the price and you cleansed our sin. Your blood, your body, that, that your blood shed for us, your body broken for us, so that we can be redeemed, saved, spared, renewed, 
accepted, reconciled, and be in the house with the loving Father as the broken relationship was happened when the sin entered the human race thousands and thousands of years ago. And Lord, by this a simple act which you prescribe and describe that, that when you then we do it together as a way of reminder as a way of reminder of what you had done for us as a way of living out our faith in a tangible way as a way of, of, of calling the church the body of Christ that without faith Everything we do in life is meaningless. But with faith in Christ, everything will be meaningful and purposeful. And let your will be done in each of our lives here today. Those who have ear to hear, those who have eyes to see, let them see. Those you can, they can feel a, a touch of God, let them feel it. And those who can share the word of the good news that they receive the very salvation that they had experienced. Let them speak, share, and not ashamed about the gospel. We are so thankful, Lord, for the work, even though that you have done 2,000 plus years ago, it still speaks today. Even though that the sacrifice of, of Abel that still speak, the sacrifice of the Son of Jesus still speak today. And Lord, by your grace and through our faith, we enter into your presence. We enter into the house that we receive abundance. We receive the gift of righteousness. We declare, consider righteous, not because what we did, but because what you did. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you for the work at the cross. Thank you for the evidence of the empty tomb. Thank you, Lord, for the eyewitnesses that recorded that you ascended to heaven. Thank you, Lord, that the world will see that you're returning. Every eye will see. We don't know when, but we look forward to the day. And we are still witnessing. We are still experiencing today that every knee shall bow. Every tongue will confess that you are Lord. And every nation will gather together here. Though we are thankful that you have put together the international congregation here. We can have a clip, just a small clip of what heaven's like, that every tongue will praise you and worship you because what you have done and who you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, everyone. Um, I think we have uh, a birthday list of names that usually every Sunday, first Sunday, we like to uh, uh, join me. You like, I invite you to join me to pray for them. Uh, Shane there, Khan and Johan, Vinita, 
Amy, Sitala, and Hai uh, Hua, uh, uh, and Ki. So if you are here, uh, I would like to invite you to stand up. Uh, if you are online or home, uh, you can stand up. I can't see you, but I, I hope you can just stand up. And, uh, uh, you know, the church, um, uh, join me uh, for praying for them. Oh, Lord Jesus, Lord, these are the names, Lord, that, that uh, we know them, we call friends, and you have placed them in our midst, Lord. Uh, Lord, and this name, uh, that you know them before they even were born, Lord. You call by their name, you allow them to enter into this earth, and, and you know them. You know them even better than us, Lord. I just pray that, Lord, I pray that you reveal yourself, Lord, uh, your will and your plan for them. Sometimes they may be wandering away from you, but, Lord, may you have the Holy Spirit that intervene and then take them back and just a prompt in their heart that they may return to the house. And they, they, they know, Lord, the minute that they return to the house, Lord, there will be a table set up, prepared for them. I pray that, Lord, those even like, like the, 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 uh, the elder son, always in, at home, always with you, but sometimes did not get it, did not get the message of grace did not get it, the good news, the great and the goodness that you have been pouring out to the Gentile, the lost, to both the chosen one, the Jew, to the Greek, the barbarian, to those of, of all walks of life that can enter, come back to your house because of your grace through their faith in Jesus Christ. I just pray for Shane, Khan, Johan, Venita, Amy, Satila, and key that may you continue to keep them and bless them. Lord, may continue to, to put a spark in their life that they, their faith will not die out, but all the more is on fire. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. birthday praise the lord thank you for the music team without them i would not sing any happy birthday for you uh, praise the lord and um, uh, if you are vietnamese you need to take me out for dinner all right because your birthday i'm kidding uh, all right okay now is uh, uh it's almost uh, 10 and uh, do you have any announcement not yet no quick announcement right? oh yes Sorry, we have a sharing because every uh, sun, every first Sunday, we usually have one, at least one or two, uh, just to simply share about what God spoke to uh, him or her throughout, you know, the last uh, four weeks, uh, uh, messes in, in, in March, today, April. 
And so this morning, uh, I just uh, like to invite Diego just to come up. Some of you said, but why only just, uh, you know, the, the, the MC? Because, you know, I can be honest with you. Sometimes I email people or ask you, like, can you come and share something? Oh, uh, I'm busy, Pastor. Uh, I'm not good, not good, you know. So i be honest. I, I shouldn't be honest. I'm get tired also. <laughs> so I just say, MC, you're on the rota and you're on duty. You must share, you know. At least that's, that's something that you like to share. But I may encourage you. If you really God spoke to you something, just 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 talk to me and say, Pastor, you know this message I like to share, and I will put on a schedule. You can sh share on the first Sunday of the month, right? Okay, all right. So please welcome Diego. Thank you, Pastor. Pray that MCs on the first Sunday have special favor from God. Amen. Uh, it's a privilege uh, uh, to stand here, and I thank God for that. I don't deserve it to be here, and every time I stand here, I continuously remember that how gracious our God is who gives me an opportunity to be here. Uh, my name is Diego, and uh, I'm from India. Uh, we've been here in Vietnam for the past 12-plus uh, years. We will complete 13 years in the month of July 2022. Our daughter Zoe was one year, one month when we came, and now she's going to be 14 in May. So, amazing grace. Amen? I would like to share uh, from the message on the 6th of March. The topic of that message was, Is the Lord with you? Is the Lord with you uh, when you go to work? Is the Lord with you when you go to school? Is the Lord with, with you when you go to the marketplaces? Is the Lord with you when you come to this church? Uh, it really was, uh, you know, a question that I really asked myself. Is the Lord with me? Is, is the Lord with me? And also one more question that Pastor put was, does your colleagues, your bosses see that the Lord is with you? Uh, it's really hard sometimes, isn't it? Uh, to keep up the testimony when you're working, uh, even uh, to keep up the testimony as a parent or as a husband. Uh, it, sometimes I was just talking to my daughter this week. It's so easy to lose your cool, right? You just get aggressive. But is is the Lord with you? It's it's. I'm a work in proce prog progress, and, and I'm a work in process where God is working on that. I need God's favor every day, and uh, the. The, the the chapter was Genesis chapter Genesis chapter thirty nine where we saw the life of Joseph, uh, where his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord caused all that he did to succeed in his hands. So, the favor of his master that was on Joseph. It was a beautiful uh, uh, message where God spoke to me in person that you know, when you have the favor of God you have the favor of man. If you seek the favor of man, you lose the favor of God. It was so true that when you have the favor of God, that is enough, my dear brothers and sisters. The favor of man will come to you seeking you. Joseph was put in the pit by his brothers. Joseph was, you know, almost he went through everything that as a teenager, as a young boy that he went with in the prison, in all the struggles that he went through, but he never gave away that fear. He had that fear. When Portifar's wife said, you know, 
come lay with me he said how can i do this in front of my god that fear how can i do this in front of my god and the favor of his father's god god of abraham god of jacob that was on him brought him and made him a man next to pharaoh amen when we have god's favor that is enough my dear friends my dear brothers and sisters the favor of man will seek you amen thank you pastor Thank you, Diego. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. It's also uh, remind me. Sometimes, you know, I, uh, I, I, I preach a message, and sometimes I need, I need some time to reflect on my own as well. You know that? Uh, it just remind me uh, last week, you know, sometimes, um, you know, um, I, 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 I have my moment of, of uh, you know, um, unholy moment. Uh, the moment of getting a bit of angry or anger, and I, I'm not sure is the Lord with me in that time, you know? Uh, but I know that as a repentant, we talk about repentant in the foundation class. It's a lifestyle. It's it's not it's not a very uh, you know shameful you know moment. It is joy when you and I repented. So I repented sometimes you know because when the minute I see someone got oppression, uh, you know being oppressed, I usually you know want to 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 um, do things in my own way and bring justice. And sometimes, you know, and, and I remind myself, uh, because Diego asked, like, you know, whether colleague or friend or security guard or, you know, a, 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 a house helper or somebody cleaning in the public uh, places, like, or a waiter, a waitress in the restaurant. When they bring out the food, maybe they have a bad day and maybe they spill thing or they didn't do it professionally, um, you know. And, and sometimes as a customer, you, you, you and I have a moment of few entitlement that, you know, we pay and why it's so bad service. We got, we got you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's just, uh, you know, the word is not right. And, and that moment, we all need to repent. And, um, and I, I remember one incident that, you know, a, a, a waiter uh, uh, came out, uh, a waitress came out and, you know, um, and some of a friend asking, I invite them friends for a dinner. And they ask, like, this food, uh, is it on the menu? Say, gone, gone, sold out, sold out. Uh, that's strange. This is your, 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 your restaurant major in this, but you all sold out? So I thought, is it strange? So I call another waitress and say, is it true? I say, no, we still have it. So they say, oh. So then immediately in the spirit, I know, oh, maybe something wrong with that waitress. So I call the manager and say, is, it, is, is she okay? I say, yeah, she in, um, in trouble because you're a loan shark. Uh, the loan shark parents that, that they threaten her parents and threaten herself, show her mind is not here. She cannot function properly. She cannot take the order. Uh, she cannot do that. They say, say, why don't you just leave him some rest? And then, you know, um, but um, they said, yeah, we, we will, but they, she, she still insists to work. And, uh, but we, we lost many customers because of, of her. I say it's tough, right, in a situation like that. And so I said, you know, don't, don't, don't fire her because of this, right? <laughs> Just keep her, but let her some rest. And, and we all have this, uh, you know, situation like that. And uh, I want, uh, 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 so, so it reminds me that, you know, wherever that you, you go, uh, we are going through ourselves or other people going through, um, it, it requires the Holy Spirit's uh, prompting and sensitivity in order to understand uh, what are people going through? Right now, as the pastor, humanly speaking, I cannot, impossible for me to know what you, each of you, going through. But in the spirit of the Lord, in, in the word of the Lord, all of our experiences will be common, will be common to men. 
Jim, come unto man. And the word is, is, is powerful enough to address every need. Both physical need, felt need, and spiritual need. And so, I have nothing to offer you except the word of God. Okay? Uh, the Lord will use other means and measure to bring uh, comfort and practical need. Uh, in the 2020, uh, when the pa pandemic uh, uh, began and, and Vietnam, you know, closed border and, you know, lockdown severe and so on, a lot of people went through struggle and a lot of people need financial help. And, and, and w uh, our church has been uh, privileged to be a channel to help some of you, uh, you know, uh, during that time. But also now, I think the post, not so say post-vaccination, post-pandemic, now things are back to normal, but a lot of you are probably still struggling with a job or even mental health. When you talk about mental health, don't feel shame like, you know, you become a crazy person. It's just like you have physical problem, then you have mental problem. You got a broken bone, then sometimes you got a broken heart, right? You go to a physician, the doctor can fix a broken bone, but who's going to fix a broken heart, right? If those of you especially, you got double double whammy of broken heart, you lose job and you lose your loved one. That's really bad. That's really painful. And, uh, and I just want to be a, you know, um, reminder, a, a, a remind you that our church here and I'm here and the community here is here for you so that we can pray together and can be a channel. If anything, we can be a channel of blessing, a channel of comfort, a channel of encouragement. And don't forget, a channel of correction as well, a channel of discipline, because that's that's what the world is about. Is, is bring, uh, he only disciplined those whom he loved, right? Amen. And so, um, for uh, for those of you new, uh, we are going through a series of we call it foundation class, and this morning we're going to lesson number six on the topic of faith, and uh, this coming Saturday, right? Mark your can This coming Saturday will have right here, right, 10 a.m. in the morning all the way to 1 p.m. We're going to have lunch together, right? We're going to finish chap uh, lesson uh, 7 and 8. And the week following that will be the night lesson, will be the final lesson from the foundation class mater materials. So mark your calendar. I really hope that some of you can make it. Uh, it is Saturday. And, and in person is always better than online because, you know, we can talk, we can see, you know, 4D. You can, you can smell people. It's better, all right? Um, so today, it will be on the topic of faith. Uh, as I, I pray and I share with you a portion of a, a Hebrew, uh, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So some of you may wonder, why you have to please God? It is not like, he is so cruel, demanding boss, like, like you know, you experience on earth with your CEO, or even your dad, I can tell you this. If you came from so-called dysfunctional home, or home that your parents or your dad are just being, you know, absent, even though they brought, you know, that he brought the money, he brought the food, but absent, absent means in your life. They, he, he, he did not involve in your, your life of growing as a teenager, emotion, physically, care, TLC, tender love and care. He was, he was absent. 
and you will have a hard time struggling to establish a meaningful connection with the Lord Jesus, God our Father. And so, why is please? The word please here is simply because in every, as a human, whether you know God or don't know God, every human wants to please someone or something. Let's say, just for a moment, remove God out of the picture. You, if you recall your moment before you know Christ, either you please yourself or you please someone that you fearful. Can be your dad that was sad. Can be your bosses. Can be someone who give you the carrot or the bacon. Someone to give you that one, then you have to please. Like, you know, it's very hard to work in a company that, you know, you have to always think about a way to please the boss. And he's demanding. So Jesus came and not, maybe the, 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 the Jew and the Israelite had a wrong idea about God. Like, you're, oh, okay, you, uh, we sin, you put out the Ten Commandments. Oh, oh, how can we please you? We have to follow the Ten Commandments. It's so tough. It is tough. Uh, we, we have to fake it until we make it. It's all so bad. And, and they know inside that, you know, they not be able to please God. So the only way they can do it is just to pretend. They pretend that they obey the law. They do outwardly, but not inwardly. So fast forward, Jesus came into the sin, those who like the Pharisee, the Sadducee, those who know the law and the holder of the law and the protector of the law and the teacher of the law, and he, they will be there. But the, Jesus said that you are like almost a whitewashed tomb. Outside is very clean, but inside is just warm and all the dirt inside because they, they pretend to be holy outside, outwardly. And many people who came to Christ, then they, if they receive a religion, they will be like a whitewashed tomb. Outside appear holy on Sunday. But throughout the week, they're as nasty as the world. And so, so the world, they say, hey, you know, what, what Christianity about? Why I want to know Jesus Christ? Because you're as nasty as I am. What's the difference that makes? Why I need that religion? And so, and so, so we ourselves, sometimes before we know God, we either please ourselves, please our parent, please our teacher, please our boss, please whoever that pay the bills. Also, and oftentimes, we please our own pleasure. So when we come to know Jesus Christ, He's the way, the truth, and the life, so that we can walk in it. That we can receive the truth so that what? We can reconcile, reestablish the broken relationship with God the Father, our God, our Savior. Imagine this. Some of you maybe have a bad relationship with your dad or your mom. Think a moment that's so joyful when you and her or, or the parents or him have been reconciled. Forgive one another. Hug one another, love so much, have a family reunion without any fight, and just beautiful moment. Think about that moment. I know it's hard for some of you because you never had that moment. But I want to invite you to have that moment with God that really is your dad, your father. He cares like your mother, but you can't relate to the earthly mom sometimes. You know, for some of you who are tiger mom, repent. 
Mm. Right? <laughs> it's good, uh, controlling, right? And, and uh, I mean, uh, the local news, I'm not sure they put on the English news, but local news has a, uh, um, uh, the, the, uh, um, a high school uh, boy jumped off the building on 28th floor because of, pe- of the pressure of study at 3 a.m. in the morning for grades, perhaps, for, for the glory that the parents want, perhaps. I'm not here to judge, but I'm just assessment. I'm just, I'm just giving, throwing out. I'm not, I'm not criticizing any of that, but I'm just saying that, just think, you know, sometimes parents think about this, you know. If you put pressure like, hey, give me good grades, you're going to pay for it, you know. You have to go home, give me the honor. And Asian parents seem to have the tendency like that, you know. Sometimes the, 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 the kids study for parents, seriously. So when they're done with high school, yes, hey, sir, we can go to university. And then if they say, okay, I pay you to university. And they, oh, they go there and they study the subject, apparently. I, I, I met many young people. They finish the degree, bring home the degree, and here it is, mom and dad, thank you, but I'm going to study something else. I have paid my duty. Because as the Asian folks, sometimes like, yeah, if, I, if we don't you know, honor our parents and we feel bad, so better we do it for them to be happy, and then we carry on, we do other things. God is not like that. Not because you go to church because he's happy. Not because that, you know, this week you do not sin because he's happy. We all have, have, have sin committed and sin preparing to commit. And, and so we all sinner. But the, the thing is that God is pleased with us even though we are 100% imperfect and sinful. It's seemly. Seemly. Because of our faith in His Son, Jesus Christ. Not because the charity work that we amount, not because of good works that we do, not because how good we have been in the last few weeks. It's simply because of our faith in Jesus. So those who are under Jesus, just picture is like you have the umbrella, you know, it's cover. Better still for those Marvel fans you want to be, or maybe DC, uh, you know, Marvel and, and, and District, Colo- District Comic. It's like, you know, Spider-Man to put on the skin and just become his skin. So you got the skin of Christ. You got the, the, the cloth of salvation and righteous clothe you and embed it into your skin. And you will consider righteous because of faith. That was Abraham did. He was considered. He did not earn it. He just acted out of faith by a simple calling. Come and follow me to the land that I show you. He did not know full picture. He did not have GPS. He had direction though. He did not know the GPS. He didn't know what is going to play out. But he acted out of faith in God the Lord Yahweh. Therefore, he was considered, he was counted as righteous. Some of you like to word the word imputed. He was imputed as righteous. He means like put on you and is never be able to remove out unless he drop it. That's just the introduction. You already have a timer. Today is the first Sunday, so uh, all the way to lunch. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. All right. 
cancel your lunch plan. Okay. By the way, this is a teaching mode, so we'll be exam later, we'll be quiz later. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is lesson number six. So faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. This is faith is not. Look on the screen. Faith is not a mere mental agreement with scripture, theology, or cliché. Faith is not like this. Yes and amen. That's a good start. When you read the Word of God, say yes and amen. You know what? The book of James tells us, the devil also say yes and amen. But the devil just didn't do it. So the James talk about not only be a mere hearer, but also doer of the word. Faith is not a system of religious belief or doctrine. Yes, we need teaching and doctrine, biblical from the Bible, to teach, to instruct about what faith should be, but faith is not that system because some people say, yeah, I join, uh, I have this religious belief. Yeah, you have a religion. But it's different with having a relationship with the person who fully God, fully man named Jesus. So it's not like, yeah, I agree with that. I abide to this, uh, uh, this doctrine. I abide to this religious belief. Therefore, I have faith. No, you, you just have a document, a materials that you say, yeah, I agree. You sign off. But that's not faith. Because faith is active, not static. Faith is required to living it out. Like somebody say, yeah, I believe God in the 2000. Are you still believing Him now? Faith is not like something that you just acquired from 2000 and as a collectible and then you put on the shelf just for decoration or for, for future whole value. Faith is not like that. Faith is active, not passive. Are you still with me? So what is faith? Next slide. I give you the three icon um, just to give us a remember. Number one is like a muscle. Uh, it can be anything, you know, like bicep, tricep, uh, uh, what others uh, muscle. But the idea is this: God gave every one of us believer a measure of faith. So do not compare. Hey, you know, uh, I have a little faith, so that's why I can't do this. Uh, that person have a bigger face, that's uh, why he can do it. No. Every one of us has a measure of muscle and proportional. Proportional to the body structure. Okay? So I cannot demand my bicep will be like Alon Schroeniger. You know? But what I need to do is to exercise. To practice is they want to see the muscle grow or being strengthened. I do some push-up, I do other things. Otherwise, the muscle will get we lose and, and we'll get smaller and weaker and weaker. Are you still with me? So every one of us has a measure of faith. It's on us now to get it exercised, practice so that it grows. The second icon I have is trusting. I have to borrow someone's wallet. Can you have a wallet? 
I bet you do. All right. Is that money in it? Yes. Credit card? No. Have crypto password? I can have. I'm kidding. So Ken uh, has a wallet. The reason that Ken can give it to me because. Yes, I cannot do that if somebody walk on the street like, hey, give me the wallet. They will call police. <laughs> a lot of time, maybe we focus on the wrong thing. Try say, Lord, give me bigger faith. Lord, give me bigger faith. Go me. Let me give it a faith. What actually you and I need is just to put more trust in Him. The reason that Ken can just openly give it to me, even though maybe he has a lot of money in here, uh, maybe have a bond worth billion dollar, I don't know, uh, but because he kind of trusts me, right? So you got an idea, right? And um, so same with God. People say, oh, pastor, can you pray for me to have more faith in you? Politely we pray. But I tell you that actually, actual, the actual reality, the actuality is this, that I will pray for your relationship with Jesus Christ. To get closer, more intimate, conversation with Him, have hearing His voice. It's so sweet when you can hear God's voice to Scripture. Wonderful if you can hear audible voice, but make sure it's aligned with the Bible, okay? It is like if you are in relationship, you long to hear someone's voice. Like back in the day, there will be no telephone. People write letters, handwritten, and they are post maybe by sheep and weeks and months. And the minute that you write, you long for a reply. You long for a reply, you wait one month after one month. And when the letter arrives, you can't stop, but simply drop everything and open it up. And you read word by word. You, you read word by word, and you can see the handwritten whether you're shaking or you see a, a, a you know, eye drop, a tears drop, and you can feel you know, the whole thing, and you feel the love. This is a love letter. You feel love of, of someone who wrote to you. It should be the same with God's love letter. When you and I read the Bible, it's just not a printed. You have to feel the blood there. You have to feel the smell of the animal sacrifice. You are in the book of Leviticus now. You feel like, yeah. And then somebody killed the animal and the blood spread out. And that is your sin. And you have to feel the ugliness of sin. And when you read that some people put a child sacrifice, burn their own children. I mean, how, how detestable that, that is to the Lord. You, you know that somebody that, that, that in, in, in Godom and Somera, uh, 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 that, that, you know, offer their own daughter a virgin instead of saving the man. Because the seed of the man, they want to sodomize. Uh, I mean, they want to come and have sex with the same man. It's how ugly that is and how painful that to see because the blood was there. It's real. The story is real. It's just not fiction. You have to sense that. And in order to build, that's how ugly I am, even though I did not commit quite exactly, but the nature of my sin, the same. Therefore, I repented. Therefore, I received my Lord and Savior. Therefore, as I drink the cup and say, Oh, yes, your blood is the ultimate sacrifice. Wash my sin. Oh, yes, your body broken for me. And as I, 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 I'm thankful, I trust you all the more. I just don't have a religion, but I really know Jesus. I know Him as I know a real person outside. I talk to Him every day. 
I have a conversation with him every meal. I cry out on my knee because I need him. That's the kind of relationship we talk about. Are you still with me? Trusting. The last one is adventuring. Don't, do not get carried away with the icon to put there and say, uh, Pastor said, yeah, Sunday, uh, just pack up and go travel. Let's climb the mountain. <laughs> uh, Pastor is approving my travel, you know. No, no, no. It's just an icon. I cannot find anything better. So I just put it there. Eventually, it's like you don't know what's ahead, but at least you know direction, right? So if you, if you and I, um, you know, we're on a trip and say, let's go to um, just Sapa, right? And let's say you don't have GPS, and uh, I tell you, okay, I will take you there. In some way, you somewhat have to trust me, like, you know, yeah, okay, I, I trust you, I follow you. What do I need? It's okay, pick up your thing. We need a little bit of dry food. We need a bit of bag. And uh, I don't know everything, what's going to happen on the road. I don't know is the buffalo going to come out. I don't know is the tiger going to come out. I don't know some crazy boy going to come out, you know. Uh, but, uh, but I know a little bit how to ride. But, uh, you know, but we journey together. I don't know everything, and I cannot assure you everything. I do not have insurance for you, you know. You at your own risk. I myself at my own risk. But we're going to journey together. And that is faith as adventuring. Not say we are reckless. We have calculated risk. Not because of our own calculation, but the calculation in a biblical way. If God describe and prescribe what in the Bible, that's all we need. That's all we need to know to journey on this journey of faith. We can ask multiple questions of why, why, why. We only hear the echo of ourselves. Because God will say, I already said that's what you need. You just have to trust me. You just have to follow me. Now let's go. Are we clear? Can we do that? I tell you in a way that you come here to the church. It requires in a way of adventuring. You get out of the house. You don't know what other motorbike might hit you. You just have to pray for Adi. Adi, you got to have an accident. Pray for Ed as well, right? You know, it, uh, some of you, uh, it's reportedly that a lot of you that increase your prayer life when you live in Ho Chi Minh City. When you walk the road, when you ride a, a motorbike, you know, and because of, of, of really, it's, it's, it's out there as a jungle, right? And, and uh, you come to church, you have to wake up early, you have to prepare yourself, and then you, you come here, if a good message is a good day, is a bad message is a bad day, you know, and, 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 you know, and then the pastor asks for fellowship, I have a grocery to-do list, and I feel so guilty, I just talk, talk, talk a bit, and then just go, and, you know, I have so many things to do on Sunday, why I just get the business done, I just get the church done. It's just, then it's clear to you that the church or meeting is, is something you just want to tick the box and not really part of your life, not really part of relationship, not partly adventuring because you don't know what is uh, lunch waiting for you. You don't know what is, is, is something going to happen during the day. Literally, we don't know. Literally, we don't know what happened the next few hours. Now, we have plan, we have purpose, we have schedule, but we don't exactly know what can happen. So life, in Christ, is about practicing your faith muscle. It's about trusting wholeheartedly in the one that who call us and lead us. About adventuring with His people. Is Christ here with me? Yes. When two or three gather together, when two or three pray together, when two or three that 
journey together. That's why he created. He's the foundation of the church. He's the head of the church. Without him, there is no church. Without Jesus Christ, only building, only structure of concrete, or whether in, in the desert, it's just nothing. But with his presence, everything has meaning, everything has purpose, and life is way better in him. When I say better, it doesn't mean that all the time comfortable. The life in the wilderness and the life in the province, then both promising, both comfortable and uncomfortable sometimes. But that's how the journey, like the adventure. Sometimes sleep in tent, sometimes you sleep in lodge, sometimes you sleep in the cliff of the mountain, sometimes draining, heavy drain, you need to tuck under the cave. That's how life in Christ is like adventuring. Are you still with me? All right. All right, a few scripture for us. Um, next slide. Faith is central to our life in Christ. Faith is like a doorway, entrance into God's grace. And those who receive it and the gift of righteousness will reign in life. So if you walk to the door, faith is like the doorway to entrance. When you have faith, you step into God's presence and God's realm, in God's house. And therefore, those who have received the faith, right, receive God's grace, that you will also the gift of righteousness. You receive God's grace and the gift of righteousness. Why is the gift? Because none of us can make us ourselves righteous. We talk about that. We only believe in His Son, Jesus Christ. Then we are considered righteous. You understand the idea, right? It's like this. It's like if God tells you, go to that ATM machine with the exact GPS and coordinates. You just go there and press this pin and the money will come out. And it come out just enough for you to survive a day or two days. And then you come back with the same passcode. But don't take too much because if you take too much, the money, the note will be rotten. That's exactly how it happened in the wilderness with the man and with the quail. Just take enough for that day. And then if, if you and I have that passport, you will come and just have to trust. This, this thing can come out money. Uh, let me try. Ding, 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 ding. Shoot, money. But I want more. You cannot just have enough for you. Then come out for your household. That it requires trust. It, 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 faith is so central to everything of our life and become a doorway the entrance into God's grace. So we receive it. The gift of righteousness will reign in life. When it will reign in life, we mean like, it's not because that we are having trouble, but we are above trouble. You, you, you have the feeling, that kind of illustration. If you like uh, sailing, then you will just catch the wind and the boat just soaring. Or if you are, uh, you know, um, a pilot, you feel like, you know, you fly the plane and it's just soaring. Or you skydiving, you can jump in and then you feel the air and you feel the gravity, but you also feel the float. Uh, uh, if you are, um, you know, uh, if you are um, the, uh, what, what are the uh, other moments? You are the uh, para paracliding, uh, you can jump off the cliff and you feel that, you know, the air lift you up and you just soar with God. And, and the, the people who receive the gift of righteousness and grace, you feel like that. You reign in life. 
you're not being pressed down by your circumstances, but you're above it because the Lord is taking care with you. If you have burden, you have war, you have anxiety, because somewhat, somewhat, you want it your way. The Lord want it His way, then you feel lightened and burdened. When you receive God's grace, when you have received the gift of righteousness, don't try to make yourself right with God, but just be right with Jesus Christ, and you will be considered righteous, and you will reign in life. Now, you stay with me. For the Marvel, Mar Marvel's uh, fan again, you know, you like Dr. Strange, draw the portal, right? So, so, so faith is like that. You just can enter into another reality. You can enter another realm. Like, you just go in. I'm in here. So it's like this. The church is the only ent entity that because we call it the community of faith, the body of Christ, because those believers who trust in God in some way, we are standing here with, with our flag, but we can reach the heaven. We can have the portal to reach the hand of God or God can reach us down to Jesus Christ and get a helping hand and take it out our mess and clean us up, rope us and put us on the right path. So faith is like that. Without faith, it's impossible. Without faith, there's no entrance. There's no portal to God's reality. Are you still with me? Next slide. Um, just a few scripture for us um, we after this. Uh, I want to make sure that you know what the others, uh, what that seed, can you guess? Mustard seed. There will be black mustard seed and some brownish, yellowish. Yellow um, the is the smallest seed, right? Um, faith initially can be as tiny as this, about 20 mm, 20 millim uh, uh, millimeters or small. Um, uh, scientifically speaking, uh, some scientists argue that maybe there are there, there is a smaller seed, but it's actually not a seed, it's a dust. That's orchid. Orchid has kind of a dust power so that it can, can kind of, I don't know, it's just, just bring it out and then it can multiply. But seed, so in that type of agriculture, when Jesus used the energy, it's like everybody understands. Because of agriculture contact. So even your faith as small as the mustard seed, it will grow. So the idea, it will grow. It cannot be static. It's, it's not an artifact. <laughs> it has to be living and active. And it will grow. So you got a tree there in, in somewhere in Israel. Uh, it's the mustard tree. It looks as small as a bush, but that's kind of a, a native to the Middle East. Uh, in U.S., you kind of have a mustard seed somewhere in Midwest. I saw the photo and I've been there. It's huge, gigantic. It's probably here to there. If you search Google, you will see a huge tree of mustard seed. Uh, that's somewhere in U.S., not in Middle East. Maybe it's just as small or a little bit higher around uh, that shape, okay? So the idea is faith will grow. Amen? All right. Next slide, please. A few more scripture. Uh, quickly, four keys. We talk about the four. Picture this. If you are facing the safe, the vault, and we have the goal of all, you know, all the goal in the world. You want to have it? You need a passcode. You need a passcode to unlock it. And I want to share with you four keys to unlock 
our faith or to faith. Number one, you have to hearing the Word of God. The Word of God, uh, in, in, in Greek language, we have the Logos and the Rhema. Uh, the Logos is more like a written form that we, we open the Scripture, we have the Logos. It's the Word of God. But it's also there another level, another, another layer is called the Rhema. The Rhema is when you and I, let's say we have personal time, read the Word, it's something jump at us, something jump out of the text. And just become the rhema of God. And we feel it. We know it. And we, we understand it. We have the insight. And so the more you and I read the Logos, we will get the rhema. So even here, you know, as, as Sunday, I pr in, in fear and trembling, I pray that I will speak, share from the Word of God, the Logos. But at the same time, when you hear it, it becomes a rhema. Because you hear the word of God spoken, right? This is also sometimes helpful and practical if you uh, sometimes use the audio Bible. Because sometimes you hear, uh, you, you, you can feel something different than you read. Unless you are audible learner or visual learner, both are good. Um, that you will hear something that you never saw before. I'm talking about insight, right? And so... Faith will build, uh, four key to faith, faith come by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So this is how you grow, hearing the Word of God. And also faith come by speaking the Word of God. Speaking the Word. If you know the Word of God, speak the Word of God. Even speak to yourself. That's why you need to read the Bible to even speak to yourself. Sometimes you read, look at the mirror and you speak to yourself. And that's how the Word of God edifies Build your faith up. And when somebody in difficult situation, you speak the word of God to them. Yes, it's for them, but it also builds you up because you can say, agree, amen. Even though, humanly speaking, sometimes you say, ah, I'm doubted this person can get out of the mess. But because you speak the word of God, you will stand in agreement, believe that this thing will come to pass with that person. You stay with me. Number three is praying in the Holy Spirit. We talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit in lesson number four. And again, for those of you who are watching online or you miss it, this is an area of persuasion, right? You can disagree with me on this or you can agree with me. It doesn't matter. But, but, but when, when those who are read the Scripture and examine the Scripture, when you and I pray in the Holy Spirit that, that it built us up, you know, specifically speaking in tongue and speaking the language, I just, you know, we just restore the 8 a.m. Uh, prayer hall. It's just so good in person rather than online. And I mean, I, I, I edify because I, I feel built up. And everyone in the room, I believe, is edify, was built up. Because that's how, you know, the Bible tells us that when we build yourself up in the most holy faith, pray in the Holy Spirit, you know. And then he who speaks in tongue, edify himself. So a question was asked during the, uh, the lesson number four, that, well, uh, you know, what does, it, what does it make different when you pray in tongue and that nobody understands? It's simply because it's built you up, not built other. But the gift of prophecy will build the church, will build the body of Christ. So it built you up when you pray in the Spirit. Number, number four, the last one, back to the, the will, back to the, yes, acting on God's Word, acting on God's Word. Not just hear, not just speak, not just pray. Action. Take action. Acting on the Word of God. You act according to what you heard. You act according to what you pray in, in your full faith. You act according for what you speak. Because some people, you know, speak the Word of God like, yeah, uh, you know, in Christ we are new creation. 
but they, 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 they speak very, you know, very, feel very shameful and weak and say, uh, yeah, in Christ, we're new creation. Because they know inside, they're still the old man. They're still the old person. They, 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 they see the, the, the distance between the, the reality and what God's for them. But, but they can't get out of it. Because I, I believe, because they're lacking of faith. Because faith, as I said, is the entrance, is the doorway, is the portal that you can enter. Simply believe in Him. Simply trust Him. Simply follow Him. Acting on God's Word will bring the praying part, the speaking part, the hearing all makes sense. Otherwise, you only have the theory. Yes, I agree. I hear God's Word. Yes, I agree. Speaking God. Yes, I pray all the time. Uh, but doing is hard. It's so hard, Pastor. I cannot do it. Surrender. Surrender. God never asked us to do anything that is beyond our human capacity. I can tell you that. People told me that, Pastor, the church service is so early, you know, nine. <laughs> when you bought the ticket worth $1,000, the flight was 2 a.m., you wake up, you know, about midnight. Or even before that, you just go. Pastor, you know, uh, the, the, it's so early, um, you know, but when you have a marathon, you have a marathon, you sign up, you pay for it, and what you receive is a T-shirt and a piece of plastic. No, no, who are running, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. A piece of plastic or even real gold, I don't care. And then you just feel good about it, but you wake up 6 a.m., 5 a.m., every day you train for one month. And nobody wants to be trained under the Word of God because it's spiritual sweat. It's just not physical sweat. I can tell you that. Action. Take action. What you hurt today, let's say you hurt 10, and you go home, you only practice one. The gap is nine. The gap between what you hurt and what you actually do is the amount of deception that you and I allow in our life. It's simple as that. Our goal is to minimize the gap. But take heart. We all have a gap. We all have a small gap or big gap. <laughs> the journey together does minimize the gap until we meet Christ. That will completely close. Are you still with me? All right, here a few scriptures. I'll continue with a few scriptures. And then, um, uh, okay. Those of you who sign up for the hard copy, the soft copy is available on Discord. Uh, please uh, approach the usher and uh, sign up again. The usher will take a left shot and send to me during the week. I get it printed, so I will make available for you on Saturday. Right? Sorry for those who signed up last week. I forgot to uh, to print it because uh, I didn't know how many copies. So, by the way, so if you like hard, hard copy, soft copies all online. And so, um, yeah. So uh, hearing the word, you all. So please go home, uh, read this one. This booklet is for yourself. Right? Study it. Take note it, question and ask and, and seek God. It's just all the scripture laid out there. We don't have time to cover all of that. But go home, please. Read this for your journey of faith. Okay? Um, then the last one. Okay, summarize. Okay, this is a attention to the three color, the love, patience, and hope. Four key of faith we talk about, but faith mm, expressed through love. Without love, Faith has become something that very plastic, uh, very um, 
I don't know. It, 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 it's just like missing something. It's like uh, maybe just energy of noodles, like pho. It's like you're eating pho without soup, you know. Or you call beef noodle, they come like, eh, only noodle and vegetable. No beef, where's the beef? Yeah, we're vegetarian, so no beef. Uh, no, but pho is supposed to be beef, right? And so, uh, so faith expressed true love and must be accompanied by patience. <laughs> look at the life of Abraham, look at the life of Joseph, look at the life of Christ, look at the life of by Daniel. It accompanied by patience. A lot of people say, yeah, I believe in God, but it has to happen now. I ask you, Lord, tomorrow must happen. No, that, it doesn't work that way. Faith means that be patient. Accompany with patience. I um, reflect on my own marriage as well as I counsel some of those who are married. That, you know, sometimes uh, husband and wife say, I love you, I love you, honey. Uh, you know, and they re uh, on the day, wedding day, you know, uh, until, you know, that do us part. Uh, you know, we love, but, then, you know, after the honeymoon, then we we'll broken moon. And then after that, they no longer, yeah, even they say, I love you, but they don't really mean it because lacking of patience. Lacking of patience. They have faith in God. Yeah, I believe in God. But, uh, you know. I can't get along with, with this person because lacking of patience, even though they have faith. I have uh, this um, um, the one, one, um, one person came to me a years a while ago and asked, like, Pastor, I spiritually divorced my, um, my spouse. I said, what do you mean spiritually divorce your wife, your, 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 your spouse? I say, oh, yeah, because, uh, you know, we got married. Uh, when we are uh, unbeliever, not your beloved. But after we got married, then I became Christian, and I, 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 I believe, and I share with, 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 with uh, my spouse. Uh, uh, you know, uh, he doesn't like it, and, and, and uh, even he mocked me, and even all of that. Then I, uh, you know, after so many years, I, I cannot live fully a Christian life. Uh, you know, I was being bound and chained, and I, I, I cannot practice it. So I spiritually divorced my husband. I say, how that works? He said, yeah, I read out the memorandum, the, the, uh, the MOU, uh, agreement. Uh, I get him signed uh, that, you know, I will do this and do this and do this spiritually. Uh, I live in the same house with you, but I'm spiritually separated. I say, well, sounds very logical and that you try to do, but it doesn't work that way. Because first, number one, God honored the marriage. It's covenant, it's agreement. Whether before you know God or not, that's agreement. That's agreement. Which means that you are in, in the, the same house. You are in the one flesh. You can, yes, you can worship God, but why do you have to do a spiritual divorce? <laughs> what that really means? Because people sometimes, they have spiritualized it. They said, yeah, I spiritually divorce it because, uh, you know, I can't practice my faith. No, you practice the faith even in the most severe opposition. In the most persecution, they put you in jail, you pray for them. They, they, they try to cut your arm and say, praise the Lord. I will not, you do not know what you are doing. It's like Stephen, they stone you and Stephen says, praise the Lord. They don't, don't know what they are doing. And you can't just stand somebody, it's just, you know, mocking you lightly. And, and you want a spiritual divorce, what that really means. It's unbiblical. I say, just stay with your marriage. Pray for your husband. On your knee, husband, ask the church to pray. 
Of course, you, the Bible says submit to the husband, but only the area that is not against the Bible. Then you just be with the family, love him. Because your faith needs to be patient, exercise. Because faith expressed through love and patience and hope. There's hope for your husband. There's hope for your wife. There's hope for your children. Because if you say you have faith in Jesus Christ, you lack of love, you lack of patience, you lack of hope, it's like you have a knife, but you don't know how to cut the meat. You cut yourself. You cut other people. A lot of people in this world have faith, but sometimes can be destructive because they think they do in the name of for God. But it's not. Because Jesus Christ expressed His faith in God through love. He patient with His disciple, And there's hope even the disciples fail all the way. He patient. Peter, Peter, come here. I restore you. I wait for you. I wait for you at the seashore. I will pray for you because the Satan wants to take you, but I pray for you. If you have faith in Jesus, you must express it to love. You must accompany, must be accompanied with patience and hope. The things is a substance. Faith is a substance that we hope for. Without hope, there's no substance. We only talk, talk, talk about faith. Are you still with me? Can we say amen? amen? All right, let's just have a five-minute reflection. And then our show will come up with some uh, announcement.
Lord Jesus, you said that faith comes from hearing and hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. Lord, uh, we long to hear your voice. We long to read your word. We long to 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 get the rhema, the the spoken word of of yours, that our faith will be built up. We want to speak the word of the word of God, your word into circumstances, our own personal situation, our friends, our loved one, whether here or back home. We speak the word of God. We bring light to darkness, though even though we can't see with our own natural eye, but by faith. That we speak the word of God to the circumstances that we are in. Lord, we pray. We want to pray in your word. We want to pray in the Holy Spirit. We want to declare, Lord, the good news of Christ. We want our faith to be built up as we pray. As we take action, as we're acting on the word of God. And Lord, sometimes some of us, we need a baby step. We need a little bit like Peter, like Peter would ask by Jesus to put a boat out ashore a little bit. And then to put down the net, and then furthermore and furthermore as you go to the open sea. And Lord, some of us are young here in faith. Some of us really, literally young teenager. Lord, do not let other people despise them because of their smallness or because of their youngness. But let them have built up in faith so that they have a faith in Christ and that contagious, that that spread out to other people that know that is there a God that this young person that worship that I want to know. I want to know why that this person, the soul, and in, uh, in, in, in relationship with Jesus Christ, and Lord, help us all of us like have a journey like Abraham journey. It's just a simple call, a simple tap, and the responding, and the whole journey of faith without knowing the full map. All of us don't know our the full map of our life. We know certain thing that God placed in our heart. We take action. We respond to it. And then things come about. Lord, help us to take a step by step with you. Do you do not ask us to run ahead of you? Do you do not ask us to stay far behind from you? You just ask us to walk closer to you, so we can hear your heartbeat. We can hear your still small voice. We even can smell you that throughout going through the terrain, the 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 valley of death. That go into certain circumstances that is beyond our capacity, beyond our human capability, because that you are with us. I pray that Lord, our faith in you is just not like a metal; it's just so cold. It just it's just like to whack ourselves or whack somebody else, but it's expressed to a gentle, warm love of Christ, and it's accompanied by patient, patient with ourselves, patient with others. Patient with the people around us, and we all have a moment of losing our patience. Lord, may that our faith will find the substance. It's it's substantiated by the hope that we hope for in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We pray that you and your family are encouraged by this message. Join us next time and do click the follow button on our profile page to stay up to date with the latest message. God bless you.